Hello and welcome to the D2C Podcast. I'm Eric Dick. Today, we're getting to the core of customer retention with Hannah Sinclair, Director of Retention Marketing at Steve Madden, as well as Sarah Cascone, VP Marketing at Bluecore. So we all know Steve Madden as the billion-dollar retail footwear giant, but what's more noteworthy are the incredible strides they've made on the digital side of things over the past couple years. That's where Retention Director Hannah, as well as Bluecore, come in. So Bluecore is a retail marketing platform that enables marketers to quickly turn data into revenue-generating campaigns. This podcast is all about meeting your customers where they're at and the technology you can use to do it at Steve Madden Scale. I hope you enjoy it. On with the show. In e-commerce, in retail, in consumerism in general, the landscape has changed drastically. Customer loyalty is ultimately the be-all, end-all goal. In general, almost all retailers have a bit of a one-and-done buyer problem. They'll buy from them once and they won't come back again. Or something like most of their revenue comes from 20% of their buyers that are buying again and again. How can I increase that pool? And that's so much of what marketers are focused on. How do I not only get that person to the second purchase, but the third and fourth and fifth to the point where they are a loyalist and I'm constantly showing them things and helping them discover new products and categories that they might not have otherwise discovered themselves. So Hannah, what has been your biggest challenge with retention marketing for Stephen Madden? Yeah, so let me back up. So I should say, Eric, Stephen Madden is actually Steve Madden Limited, which encompasses multiple brands, um, which not a lot of people might know. So we're really excited. I didn't know that. Yes. Fun fact. Stephen. Stephen Madden Limited um, has several brands under the umbrella. Um, most known to people is Steve Madden, which is founded over 30 years ago. Shoemaker, really predominant on female footwear and how to really escalate fashion and really break through the noise for customers at a price conscious price point. And so for kind of Steve Madden over the last few years, as we know, the landscape has changed drastically in e-commerce, in retail, in just consumerism in general. And really what we have learned through this pandemic is customer loyalty is ultimately the be all end all goal. And so what we have leaned on at Steve Madden is really focusing on retention marketing. And within that, where our key emphasis has been is how do we personalize the experience to our customers? We have specifically on Steve Madden alone over 2000 unique products. That's a lot of products to, you know, as an individual team to sit and focus on and share to customers. So we really have been focused on how do we lean into scalability of sharing the insight to a one-to-one personalization message to our customers. So really leaning on the AI machines to say, hey, Eric, you may be shopping for men's. Sarah, you may be shopping for handbags. And Hannah, you may be shopping for boots. And I know this because, you know, I am a computer, so I'm going to recommend products that I think you're most going to like in your category and allowing to take that pressure off our team has been really the biggest challenge in retention marketing. So what are the, like practically, what are the actual engagements or touch points that Bluecore is helping scale with this personalization? Yeah. So first and foremost, leaning into email, email marketing, you know, some people may say email is dead. Some people may say it's having a resurgence. I think email is, you know, 
here to stay. <laughs> and so with that, it's really been leaning on how do we utilize our technologies to deliver that message through email successfully. So how do we make sure, Eric, you're getting your email in your inbox with the products that are most interesting to you at the right time, at the right message, and it's got the right product inside so that you're interested, you're engaged, and you're excited about what Steve Madden is bringing to you in your inbox. As a Steve Madden fan, uh, you know, if I were to get the, the wrong shoes, if you're going to give me, you know, sort of emo, you know, clunky shoes, which are sort of coming back a little bit, I'd be like, no, it's I'm back. still more Don't of Don't knock it. <laughs> I'm a millennial guy or I'm like a late, I'm an elder, elder millennial, I think. Anyway, um, very cool. Sarah, I just want to welcome you back to the podcast. This is uh, round two for Sarah Cascone, VP of Marketing at Bluecore. What I'm curious about is how does this actually work? What is the AI sort of background that powers these sort of recommendations and affinity campaigns? Yeah, such a good question. AI obviously is such a buzzword in the market, so I always love to contextualize ours with what's most useful and usable for a marketer like Hannah, um, and that's all about the predictive models themselves. So within BlueCore, we have 20 out-of-the-box predictive models that can be leveraged with a point-and-click in any campaign within the platform. So these models are designed to keep shoppers buying, prevent lapse buyers, drive that cross-category discovery, increase the efficiency of marketing spend, and because they are trained on billions of data points across hundreds of our customers, they are extremely effective in driving those outcomes. So whether it's a churn risk model or a lapse buyer model um, to bring lap shoppers back into the fold, or what Hannah is describing, our category affinity model, um, which helps them determine what categories shoppers actually have a preference for, marketers like Hannah can rapidly activate all of the data that they're sitting on to deepen engagement and that loyalty and increase repeat purchases. Here's a question. I know the data is all siloed, of course, but does your algorithm get better the more consumer data you take? Does your algorithm get better for everyone the bigger you get as a company, the more data that you surveil, essentially? Absolutely. And and that is also specifically why we are focused on retail, because the models are only as good as the data you feed it. Um, one of uh, our customers, the VP of e-commerce, he says, you feed the beast and it gets stronger. And that's how he views Blue core because the more data he gives it to, not just what we are picking up from the website with our JavaScript, but giving us your loyalty data, your store data, it just keeps feeding it so the models um, can learn and be trained in a way that's predicting what a shopper is going to buy next, in what channel, at what time, and so on and so forth. I feel like churn is the biggest, uh, you know, one of the biggest factors affecting this industry as well. And obviously these kinds of prediction things, they can be used for sort of first time users, but as you return again and again, it's going to be able to keep you on the site, keep you in the checkout longer and potentially have you better engaged for upsells and all that. Absolutely. That's the idea behind it. And I think in general, almost all retailers have a bit of a, a one and done buyer problem um, where they'll buy from them once and they won't come back again. Or something like most of their revenue comes from 20% of their buyers that are buying again and again. How can I increase that pool? And that's so much of what uh, marketers like Hannah are focused on to how do I not only get that person to the second purchase, but the third and fourth and fifth to the point where they are a loyalist. And I'm constantly showing them things and discovering, helping them discover new products and categories that they might not have otherwise discovered themselves. The other thing that I think about all the time these days on the podcast is 
discounting and discounting is, you know, there's, if you have a hammer, everything looks like a nail. So if you offer a 30% discount to everyone, everyone's going to take it, but there's no telling how much money you would leave on the table for all the people that would have converted at 10% or no discount. Essentially. What is Bluecore doing to help people discount smarter? Yes, such a great question. Many retailers are looking to discount less in general to protect their margins, ultimately increase their profits, especially as the cost to acquire customers on paid media is growing. So one of our models, which is called the discount affinity model, is a great lever in this equation because it actually allows you to only surface discounts to shoppers who need them to convert. So I might be a full price buyer for Steve Madden, which means Hannah doesn't need to show me a discount to get me to buy and she can protect that margin super easily. So being able to understand that and spin up the campaign in that way is super useful, especially now when there's so many cash-strapped customers spending less as they manage through inflation. Keeping up with that behavior just empowers Steve Madden to make more money to that bottom line. Hannah, what's your stance on discounts in the retention cycle? How does Steve Madden sort of handle discounts at this point? Yeah, I think back to pre-pandemic, everyone was like, oh, you retain a customer by giving them a discount. And just like Sarah said, businesses aren't set up for that go forward. That's not an option we always have to be flexible and discounting. And at Steve Madden, that's something we're actually being really cautious about is how do we ensure our customers are getting the great quality and product without having to necessarily apply a discount. And so we've been able to utilize the discount affinity at Bluecore to ensure that we are providing, you know, our most loyal customers the best product at the most affordable price for them and making sure we're customizing that experience to where it is relatable and attainable for each customer. I'm also curious as a brand like Steve Madden still has a massive, massive retail footprint. How do you think about retention for all of your retail and like offline sales? At the end of the day, it's all about the experience the customer has. And so I always tell my team, in terms of retention, think about you go to your favorite restaurant. If you have a really great experience, you're going to want to go back and you're going to love that place. You're going to have a great memory. If you don't have a great experience, you're not going to go back. So it's the same thing on the product quality. If you buy a product you love, you're going to want to buy more from that customer. Um, So it's having those open and honest conversations, sharing that feedback, sharing the data that we get from partners like Bluecore and sharing that with our product team as well, letting them know, hey, our most loyal fans love this product because XYZ. We get these reviews back. How do we bring this full cycle experience and insight to our product team to start that experience. So across the board, wholesale, direct to customer, our you know customers are knowing that Steve Madden stands for comfort, accessibility, and everything in between there. Uh, what about from the Bluecore side of things? How does Bluecore handle like offline customer journey points uh, in this overall picture? Yeah, so Bluecore can ingest offline data and basically incorporate it into the predictive models. So when the marketer is leveraging those models in campaigns, they're always operating off of the freshest data, most complete data, and behavior for each individual shopper. So the experiences, to Hannah's point, are very consistent and relevant and amazing for each of them. So, for example, with our channel affinity model, we know if a shopper prefers to shop in-store versus email or SMS, et cetera, So marketers can quickly spin up campaigns with messaging focused on encouraging those shoppers to come and buy in the store. 
Conversely, marketers can also use that data to get them to buy online. So it's it's widely known that multi-channel shoppers are more valuable than, than single-channel shoppers. So if Hannah wanted to encourage the in-store buyer to buy online, she can do that and, and trigger certain communications with product recommendations that will most likely to get the shopper to make an online purchase and get that cross-channel engagement that makes them more valuable, more likely to come back. I think of this restaurant uh, analogy I, that I read about on social media a while ago, a restaurant that, that just keeps track of every time you come there. And every time you, you come there again, you get a little bit different level of service, right? You get you get some better silverware, you get a different color napkin. By the third time, you're getting a free appetizer on, on your meal or whatever. But I feel like this technology really opens up that ability to put people into these like long-term customer experiences that evolve over time and really take into account the value of that consumer. Is that, is that something that you're sort of like thinking about for the future, Hannah? Absolutely. I think if we can tie all the analogies here together, right, it's feeding the beast. So we want to give BlueCore as much data to let its AI model be successful. And in return, we want to make sure we're getting as much insight and information back to continue being successful on our end. And so in terms of really making sure we're providing a better experience every single time, that's critical for us. Any thoughts on the future for you, Sarah, of, of what, how is BlueCore really urging their top clients to like to use the tool and to think about it? Yeah, it's such a good question. And to dovetail off of your last comment too, the ideal state is to be engaging with every individual shopper throughout their evolving life cycle with the brand, which changes literally second to second. So if you are able to kind of keep up with their dynamic behaviors, think one step ahead of where they're going to be next and be able to offer them the experience that keeps them coming back, whether they go out of their buying cadence, they come back into it, they buy every single month, they haven't come back for a year. All of these data points need to be considered to keep a customer in your, you know, in the Stephen Madden brand community, essentially. So for all of our customers, it's starting small and going big. So you want to start in at what are the the triggers, whether that's an email or SMS or on-site that's going to get them to convert, get them to that first purchase. What's the next campaign that's going to get them to the category with the category affinity models, get them to that second purchase. And what's that ongoing lifecycle marketing look like to keep them coming back, depending on where they're at in their life cycle, what they're prioritizing, what they're interested in. Um, And that's what cultivates actual real relationships with these shoppers that keep them coming back. Now we've got Q4 around the corner here. I'm just curious, Hannah, anything different you're doing this year than you did last year on the retention side of things? Any, Any interesting way that you've evolved things? Definitely. What I can share is, you know, we took a great learning last year that the customer is very savvy and very aware of what's going on in the market. The news media has been sharing, you know, supply chain details and how to be, you know, ahead of the curve. And we think this year and more than ever, the customer will be shopping earlier. So making sure that we have our communication, our product and our messaging ready for her when she's ready to shop. So whether our Black Friday deals and insights are out there earlier or the product assortment for her holiday party is ready for her so that she can look her best when she's going out on the town, we're ready for it this Q4. Well, I've got an event coming up, so he will also be looking for a new pair of kicks, and I will definitely be considering both Steve and Steven Madden. We gotcha. We'll get, we'll get you there. And you'll be looking fly. <laughs> oh, I love it. Nice. Well, thank you both for uh, coming on the D2C podcast today. This is great. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. Um, 
Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you're not a subscriber to our newsletter, you can do that right now at directtoconsumeralloneword.co. I'm Eric Dick, and this has been the D2C Podcast. We'll see you next time.